This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. It is a Harbor at Home Sunday, and I am so excited that I get to join you in your groups today. We are in the middle of a series called Impacting Your World, and today I want to speak to you about seasons of change, more specifically about owning your impact in the midst of them. Uh, Before we jump in, God gave me, when I was praying about today's topic, God gave me a vision that was really encouraging. And in order for me to share it with you the way that I feel he wants me to, I'm going to need to narrate quite a bit of biblical truths. But I promise you that I am going to get you into your Bibles before we wrap up. So I'm just going to ask that you give me a little bit of time to get us there. So... Um, Remember the last time, if you remember the last time that we got together when I was sitting with you, we talked about kingdom impact. And kingdom impact is a call that all of us have on our lives. And in other words, if I'm saying the phrase kingdom impact, what I'm actually um, saying is that it's the intended effect of our lives to be ones who leave an impression of God and his way of doing things on the world around us. It's that we would be a people who bring a heavenly influence to the relationships, the circumstances, and the situations that we're a part of, no matter what the season. I don't know about you guys, but I believe that it probably doesn't take, at this point, 18 months in, it doesn't take a lot of deep revelation to know or uh, that we have never been in a season like this before. Globally, uh, everyone has experienced some level of change. Um, it's, It's just a different time than most of us have ever lived through before. But I wanna share with you what's been confirmed to me in the past year as I've just been processing things um, in my own life and and the bigger picture with the Lord. And it's that humanity as a whole, um, we love, we find a level of strength. Let me say it that way. Humanity as a whole finds a level of strength in familiarity. It's not that we don't love adventure or that we don't enjoy uh, seasons of change. Like even right now, I, I know that as I'm filming this, there are people that are ready to, you know, ready for the season change, ready for the fall to come in, ready for the, the, the pumpkin spice lattes. It's here in South Florida, anything to, to change us from just the regular seasons that we've been used to, even with the climate, into something new. I, I know that, that change like that can, can be exciting, but when you have systematic change, when you have one layer of change after another layer of change after another layer of change, it often not only can leave us feeling uncomfortable, but it can sometimes even leave us hoping for one season that we're currently in to move just to get through it and for us to end for a new season to come. Um, I know that at one point, well, more than one point, listen, we're in your living room together. Um, For me, there's been a couple of times in the last 18 months where I've just been like, God, can we be done? 
can we be done with this season? Is there anybody else that can relate? I'm, I don't think I'm probably the only one. It's just being honest. Change can make us uncomfortable. But here's what I, not, I know that we need to understand as we're sitting here together going after this topic of seasons of change and our call to impact for the kingdom. And that's this. Biblically, seasons of great change are often what form the backdrop for our most profound impact. I just want you to think with me for a minute about the disciples. They are such a solid example of that truth. And their collective season of change, that was unprecedented. I want you to think as with me, they, they spent three and a half years with Jesus. We know that. But let's go back to like year two. Let's say that they're two years in with Jesus. I want you to, to, to put yourself in their shoes with me as I just narrate a couple of points here. So the disciples are two years in with Jesus. They're doing life together. They're growing as friends. They're making memories. They're seeing miraculous things. And they are celebrating the fact that they have been invited to be a part of them. But within 18 months, everything turned on its head. Jesus, of course, knew where it was going. He knew where it was going the entire time. He knew a season of great change was coming. And he also knew, hear me, he also knew how that much change could affect his friends. And so what does he do? The first thing he does is he promises empowerment. So um, I'm thinking of, of John chapter 14. And in John chapter 14, Jesus speaks of the Holy Spirit as the comforter. Now, that when he says comforter, um, there's two root words uh, to comforter. And what they mean is with strength, with strength. That's what they mean in the, in the English language. And so in the context of this little, little uh, topic, this, this um, message that I'm sharing with you today, I felt like it was Jesus, when I thought about that, I felt like it was Jesus saying in that moment, I know how challenging the season is going to be as he's sitting there with his friends and they're rejoicing over all the things that they've been through, all the powerful things that are happening in their midst as they're together with Jesus. He's in, in my mind, I hear him saying, I know that how challenging the season is going to be guys. You don't, and you don't have to rely on it on, on, in your own power or in your own strength. You can rely on mine in the person of Holy Spirit. So again, Jesus knew a great season of change was coming. He loved his friends. He had compassion, but he was prepping. And so he was prepping them for what was, what was ahead. And so he started with promising empowerment. And the next thing he does is he provides perspective. And I'm thinking right now in my mind between the uh, crucifixion and his ascension. So in those 40 days between those two monumental periods of time, Jesus shows up to his disciples and he speaks to them about the kingdom. 40 days again and again and again, the scripture says that he showed up. And what he was doing is he was aligning their minds to the father's perspective in the midst of the very hard season that they found themselves in. And then he reminds them of the promise from John 14. Let me read it to you. The, the, the storyline out of Acts chapter one, verses three through five. 
The apostles saw Jesus during the 40 days after he was raised from death, and he spoke to them about the kingdom of God. Once when he was eating with them, he told them not to leave Jerusalem. He said, the father has made you a promise, which I told you about before. Wait here to receive it. For John baptized people with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, you know the story, how it goes from there. The season of tension for the disciples didn't stop, but they got God's perspective. They got his spirit. And from that point on, they owned their impact. We read about the testimonies of it all throughout the book of Acts. That's why it's called Acts. It's the, a testimony, page after page after page, of the acts of the first century church in an exceptionally hard season, in a season of unprecedented change. Listen, what I believe that God is saying right now, what he's saying to us in this moment as I sit here in your living room with you, is that we need to get his perspective for what's possible right now in each of our lives. We are in a season of great change, but it's forming the backdrop for our most profound impact. Somebody needs to hear that today. I needed to hear it today when God reminded me of it. Now, I want to shift real quick before we, we jump back into the word. I want to shift to that vision that I told you at the beginning that the Lord gave me as I was praying about today. Um, I saw three parts to the vision. And the first part was, uh, I'm going to explain it to you now so I don't lose you. I need you to stay with me, okay? So the first part of the vision was um, a, a picture of a recent staff time that we had when we were praying um, here on the property. We were praying and we were worshiping. I'll explain that in a second. The next thing I saw was Jesus in that John 14 setting that I told you about earlier when he was speaking to his disciples about the Holy Spirit. And then the third part of the vision ended with um, a phrase that I saw. So let me, let me go back and explain it to you. It's an encouraging vision. And again, my, my, my hope is to pull this all together so that you can, you can feel the encouragement that I felt when God gave me the vision. In fact, even right now, Holy Spirit, my desire is that my friends would enter into some of what I got to enter into when you first gave this to me so that we could leave this space together exceptionally empowered, more clear in our vision and our understanding of what the Father has called us to and, and actually ready to go out there, ready to go out there and, and see it happen in Jesus' name. So here's the vision I got. The first part, it was the part of our staff that I told you about. We were in a recent uh, prayer and worship time here um, on the property, and we were just, it was spontaneous. We had just finished a staff meeting um, on a Monday morning, and we were, we just started to worship and to thank the Lord for 15 years of his faithfulness on this property. We have seen so many, we have so many testimonies um, of God showing up and, and touching people's lives. And we just started to think back of, um, of all these different times that God showed up and the, the marvelous things that he's done in our midst. And, and in the midst of that time of praying and worshiping, thanking him for, for how faithful he's been, there was a, there was a spontaneous chorus that came as Megan started to sing. And, and it sounded like this. Our history, it sets the scene 
for our latter will be greater than our former. Now, that scripture, that spontaneous prompt, I, we know comes from Haggai chapter two, verse nine. So I just want to read that to you or over you right now in case you're not familiar with it. Haggai 2.9, it says, the latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. This is going to end up far better than it started out. It was a glorious beginning, but it'll be an even more glorious finish, a place in which I hand out wholeness and holiness. The next thing I saw in the vision was, again, Jesus sitting in that John chapter 14 setting. And as he sat there knowing the season of great change that his friends were about to be a part of, um, I felt in the vision, what I saw was, again, this was just in the vision. In the vision, what I saw was Jesus in that setting whispering over the disciples, your ladder will be greater than your former. Like I just, in the, in the encounter, in the vision that I had, I could feel the heart of the Lord as he was just speaking that in my vision over his friends. Your ladder will be greater than your former. Even though they had no idea what they were about to step into, he did, and his compassion was for them. And he was in that vision. It was like he was prophesying success and courage into their moment so that in the days to come, in the, the months to come, they could step into it with a grace that was from another age. Um, last thing that I saw in the vision, it was this phrase. And the phrase was, know the season, own your impact. Know the season, own your impact. So here's what I want to say to you today as we begin to wrap up. There is something bigger going on, guys, more than what the natural eye can see, more than what the media will ever be able to discern. And God is in charge of this season, not man and not the devil. God is in charge. But we, my, my exhortation to you in this moment is don't try and muster through this season in your own strength. You don't need to. You, he's left Holy Spirit. It's the empowerment that he gave with strength. My, my encouragement in this moment is just dive in deep with Holy Spirit in a way that maybe you've never gone after, like explore a relationship with the third person of the Trinity like never before, the person of God's own spirit. He's the empowerment that you and I need to get through a season like this in the way that the disciples in the first century church did. Successful, owning their impact, making a kingdom mark on the planet like no other time in history. This is our call. This is the season we find ourselves in. And then I want to say, get into agreement with what God's inviting us into. Being a mama right now. Hear me, get into agreement. Like let Holy Spirit, re let the Father realign your perspective to his. A lot of things have happened in the last 18 months. You could, you might've had, you might be in a moment right now. I was gonna say, you might've had a moment where you veered off for a second and you're like, what is going on? Like me, like I, I wanna be done. Can we be done with this season? You might be in that, in that kind of a space right now.
But I want to say to you, I want to, I want to say to you, don't let a desire to just go back to what was keep you from what the father actually has. You with me? Let me, uh, I got a highlight from uh, Psalm 32. Let me read it over you right now. If that's you getting into agreement with what God is inviting you into in this season, Psalm 32 verses eight and nine said, the psalmist said, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you. I will instruct you and guide you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. Come on, but listen to this part. So don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn when I take you where you've never been before. Don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. Oh, guys, God, God is in this season. God is all over this season. It is a season of great change, but it is also the backdrop for our most, the church's most profound level of impact. Know your season, own your impact. Your latter will be greater than your former. I believe it and I, I've heard it and I trust not only God and his faithfulness, but his desire to bring all of us through with great glory, like with a trophy in hand by the end of this season. And I'm so excited that I get to do it alongside of each of you as a spiritual family. So as always, just a closing mention, we supply questions for a deeper dive for you to just get together and go after what I've shared today. Um, so I want to bless you in your times as a small group, going after the things that God has in his heart for you together. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.